Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. Yes, and you are part of our love revolution. We are discussing ideas and concepts to help you love yourself and everyone else a little bit more because we need a lot more love in the universe right now. Yes, we do. Today, we are going to talk about receiving. Ooh. Receiving. Why is that important? How does it impact your life? Why do you need to do it? What are we going to talk about? You won't be disappointed. It's going to be a great topic. This is a great topic. That's right. But before we get started, let's uh, catch up with the clocks. Yes. How are you doing? What's going on with you? I've had a great week. We're still doing a whole packing thing. Right. (laughs) We're almost done, so I'm excited about that. Yes. And I'm also getting really, really excited about going to see my uncle. I'm thinking about that more and more. You're going to receive some love when you get there. That's what's going to happen. I already know. It's going to be a whole bunch of love. Yes, yes. Are you ready to receive that? I'm ready. I'm ready. This is an uncle who I've met twice in my life. My father's gone, so this is the next closest thing to my father, and I never really got to know my father Mm -hmm. while he was here. So I'm looking forward to learning everything from my uncle, who everybody says looks just like me, and I'm just at the same height, just a lot of similarities. I can't wait yeah. to meet him. I'm so excited about and this. And when I spoke to him on the phone, it was actually interesting because he actually sounds like me too. What? And I have a very unique voice, and it was like, wow. Yeah, you do. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, he promised me that he's going to tell me everything because I want to know everything about Ooh. the family. You know how families try to, you know, they, they hide <laughs> stuff, they don't secrets. tell you secrets. And it's like, no, tell me the good stuff. Don't tell me the, <laughs> politically, the correct. politically correct story. Yeah. Don't give me the watered down. I'm a big boy. I can right. take it. Who was the black sheep? That's right. Who I'm was like, doing what? They the, weren't supposed to be doing. Give me the dirt. Mm-hmm. The tea. Give, give me the, the tea. tea. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. So that's how my week's been. It's just a week full of uh, excitement and enthusiasm. That's amazing. I love that. It's It has been a great week. We're consciously vibration jumping right now, which means that we are taking ourselves to the next level because we have to be able to receive that, right? Like we have to be a match to what we want. The topic of receiving is so important because in coaching, we find a lot that people have receiving issues. I personally went through this for years I was saying that I have struggled with receiving in my life. Do you feel like you've struggled with receiving in your life? Yes, I have. Okay. First of all, I didn't realize it was a problem Mm. until I got older, until I started having relationships. And actually, until I started coaching, I would find myself, even in relationships, not wanting people to do things for me. I would want to do things for everybody else. But when it comes to them doing it for me, it's like, no, no, I'll do it. I'll just do it. Or I'll sacrifice what I want. Yeah. Because I don't want to impose on other people. Even though I would do that, after a while, I would get resentful because it'd be like, like, no, like no one's doing it, giving it back to me. <laughs> yeah, that's a setup. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. So I had to start looking at myself going, what's going on? Because at first it was like I was blaming everybody else. Like, why? I do everything for everybody else. Nobody does things for me. We believe that you have to take responsibility for everything that you attract. And this is the way the law of attraction works. If you're attracting something, you're attracting something. And maybe it's not what you want. You're thinking to yourself, why would I attract this? This isn't something that I want. But on a subconscious level, 
you're a vibrational match. There's some thought, there's some perspective. Belief. A belief that you have that made you attract that. So I couldn't blame because I understand universal laws. I had to go, let me look at myself. And then when I did that and started tracing it back, Mm -hmm. I realized that it came from childhood. People in my life at the time, it was like whenever they did something for me, there was a price to pay. Yes. And it was like, here, I'm going to do you this favor. It was like almost like being in prison. Like, here, you want this cookie? You want my food? Here you go. Now there's a price you got to pay. You Nobody gotta writes for free. You got to write, wash the dishes or something. I didn't like that. Yeah. And people would throw it in my face and I didn't like that. Or I would want something and people would always disappoint me because mm. I wouldn't get it. They Either my birthday would come and I wouldn't get the gifts that I wanted or Christmas would come. I didn't get the gifts that I wanted or whatever it was. And as a kid, it would hurt my feelings. So then yeah. I taught myself. Just stop wanting mm. and just stop expecting from other people because that way I could protect myself. I'll show them. I'll stop receiving. <laughs> <laughs> Good plan. Yeah. <laughs> so I realized that that's where it came from. So I look at it like what I did in my life, I created this fortress as I got older because growing up, there was so much pain in my life because mm-hmm. of things like that. So I created this fortress. The only people that could come through those gates were people that were screened, people that I interviewed, people right. that I observed over years, people that I tested that out. Pass. You got to pass. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can't get into my fortress. Yeah. So I'm going to keep you out. So what I ended up realizing is that I'm keeping a lot of things out that I actually want. I'm limiting my experiences because of my inability to receive. So at that point, it was like, damn it. I'm going to have to open up the fortress gates and just let anybody in. Uh, But once I did that, yeah. But I started getting more of what I wanted. I started opening myself up to receive and it felt really awkward. People would buy me stuff or pay for dinner and it's like, and I even had to tell them, you know what? I'm working on receiving right now. So if I feel a little weird, you know, don't mind me. I'm just not used to this. Yeah. People actually were very understanding and supportive. Like, you know, don't worry about it. And so I eventually I got over it. To this day, I still kind of find myself struggling with that. So I'm always a work in progress. See, I see why we attracted each other, because I had the same issue. I noticed it when I would go out with my friends. Actually, one of my friends told me. We were having drinks. We was doing the whole happy hour thing. It was time to go. And of course, I pulled out my credit card. was like, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And my friend said to me, no, I got it. And I was like, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. She looked me in the eye and she said, why do you always feel like you have to pay? You never let me treat you. You always are the first one and you don't let me treat you. Mm -hmm. That doesn't feel good to me. I never saw it like that. I was like, what do you mean? And she, she said, it brings me joy to buy you drinks. It brings me joy to take you to dinner because I love you. When you won't let me do that, you're preventing me from loving you the way that I want to love you. Mm-hmm. That really, that like, that pierced my heart. Right. And I saw it. I realized it's true. Giving and receiving are actually the same energy yep. and they have to flow. They have mm-hmm. to flow back and forth. So when you don't allow the people that you love to give to you, you won't receive you're blocking that flow for them and you're blocking it for you. When I saw it in myself, Anthony, I did the exact same thing that you did. I just started forcing myself to receive. I started calling it out. You know, things fester and grow in the dark, but when you put some light on them, 
they they clear out. So you gotta right. you gotta bring it out into the open and be vulnerable. And I started telling my friends like I'm gonna let you pay for my drinks because I am working on receiving. I want you to have the joy of giving and you're helping me right now. Mm -hmm. And just calling it out and bringing it out into the light made it feel less shameful and less negative to me. And I went and I looked at myself and I just started, and this is the process, you guys. Why? Why am I like this? Why does that make me uncomfortable? Why do I always feel like I have to be the one? And there were two things that came up. One was I wanted to be a good girl, and I believed I was being a good girl by paying. And then number two, most of my life experience in my childhood and my upbringing, someone was having to take care of me who wasn't supposed to be taking care of me. Mm -hmm. It was very clear that I was a little bit of a burden. Right. <laughs> like foster homes took care of me and they let me know you're not our child. And we are taking care of you because you don't have parents taking care of you, right. which made me feel like a burden. That's deep. Yep. Even as I got older, my sister took me in. It was very clear that I was not her child. I had to work for my keep a little bit, you know? It right. was like, you live here and you got to do laundry and got to do dishes. Da, da, da. But as a kid, it felt like I have to earn my keep. I don't belong here. Right. So the programming, the file that I had whenever I interacted with someone that would come up was, you have to earn your keep. Right. Makes sense. You have to pay. I worked on it. Thank goodness I have some of the most amazing friends that can look me in the eye and tell me the truth about myself in a loving way. And they helped me to be able to change this in myself. Yeah. So in our coaching, I've definitely seen over the years that a lot of people suffer actually was kind of doing that as well. Yeah. By me not receiving, but giving, yes. I realized that I felt like it gave me leverage. Ooh. I had the power now. Ooh. Instead of being at someone else's mercy, yeah. which is what I preferred. I'm sure a lot of people feel like that. <laughs> right. But like you said, in order to really participate in prosperity, yes. not only do I have to receive, I have to give. It's, mm -hmm. it's both. It's give and take. Yes. So we've been taught that if you take, you're a bad person. Better to give than receive. Yes. So that's even with you saying being a good girl, mm -hmm. that's one of the premises. It's better to give, give than to receive. receive. Then you give, 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 but then you don't receive. It's off balance. The key is to do both. But what I realized with me was that in my childhood, that's the story that I created. I always do things for other people, but they don't do for me. Yes. When it came to my siblings, for example, I would work and save my the money that I made, little 50 cents, a dollar every week. And I would save that money to buy my siblings gifts for their birthdays. At seven, eight years old, I would do this. But then when it was my birthday, they wouldn't get me anything. Mm -hmm. And everybody Aww, would just blow it off. Little Anthony. So after doing this for years, Love him. It, it hurt so much that it was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm tired of giving, 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 and nobody gives anything back to me. And every time I wait for it, I get disappointed. I don't want that to be hurt like that anymore. So I'm just going to stop doing that yeah. and start receiving. So what happens now is that becomes my story. Yeah. So now my sitcom was, I give, but people don't give back to me. Yep. So now I'm going to subconsciously create that. So at the end of my sitcom, it's like, see, I gave, they didn't give back to me. It happened again. So when people would offer to do things for me and I would say no, 
subconsciously, I would say no because it kept me in my sitcom. If I said yes, it would change the ending of the sitcom. It showed up in our dating. Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't receive anything from me. And even after we were married, I would want to buy you things. I'd be like, come on, you need. I remember I'd be like, you need new underwear. And you'd be like, nope, I don't need anything. I'm good. (laughs) I'd be like, nah, for real. You need new underwear. I'm just going to start buying stuff for you. And you would get really uncomfortable when I would buy you things. Like if I'd go shopping and I'd come home Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, so got you some t-shirts and some underwear and some socks. You'd get really awkward and uncomfortable. I remember I would sing to you, let me love you. Mm -hmm. Like, let me, let me love you. Like I had to really like get my, my hammer, my chisel and Mm -hmm. chisel through that wall. That uh, was the fortress that you built. I had a receiving block. Yes. I had to remove it. Yes. And I had one too. So this is really important, especially for single people that are dating. I'll tell you this, you will be most attracted to people who will take from you if you cannot receive. Mm-hmm. You just subconsciously will choose people who will take. Because if you can't receive, you have to keep playing that story out. It's a sitcom. So if you're finding in your dating life that you keep attracting the same type of people and you're feeling taken advantage of, or that they're not there for you, or that it's one-sided, then you got to notice, like, how much do I receive? Right. How much do I let others do things for me? You know what, Melanie? I'm feeling inspired. Yay. Well, we are here to inspire. And you know who else is in the inspiration business? Who? Target. Oh my God, I love Target. You know, we do need to make a Target run to get some things for the new place. Oh, and we could use some more paper towels. You know what? I also saw a really cute nightie I'd like to get. Uh-oh. Well, before we go on this Target run... Let me tell you about this new initiative Target has got going on with HBCUs to support the next generation of black talent. Okay, I'm dialed in. Lay it on me. Target is teaming up with HBCUs through Target's HBCU Design Challenge, where HBCU students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. A design challenge sounds awesome. I love supporting our people, and especially up-and-coming black talent. Me too. So... You all want to make sure to check back during Black History Month to see the latest winners, designs that will be featured in Target's 2022 Black History Month collection. Celebrate your legacy. Invest in the future. Together, we are black beyond measure. If you want more information about Target's commitment to HBCUs, visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. Okay, baby, let's get back to our topic. Ooh, and this is huge. This I had a really hard time with this. Sometimes you have to ask for what you want. And Mm. that's even harder when you have a receiving block. You do not want to ask. You do not want to put yourself out there. Right. You know, that's a good point. Because I just realized with me. Yes. You you were there. You've seen it. When it comes to little stuff. Yeah. I have an issue. Yeah. But when it comes to something massive. (laughs) You're like, no I'll take shade. the big stuff. No I'm underwear, like, please. Yeah, I will. <laughs> when it comes to something big, it's, yes. if it's 
I will kick down any door. I don't care. I have no shame in my game. I'll be like, yes, yes, please give me. Yes, I'm here to receive. But when it's the little things, that's when I have an issue. That's pretty interesting. I just realized that. Hmm. You you might want to go in and do some uh, energy work on that in yourself. Yeah, it's kind of like go big or go home. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's not surprising to me. You are a New Yorker, and that's kind of the New York vibe, right? Like, just go big. Then there's a lot of pride, right? So pride wouldn't let you take that's a good point the too. little things. So receiving is amazing. Also, I want to say this. We're modeling for our children. Like, if you are not able to receive, your children are watching you not be able to receive. Our kids have no problem no receiving. No problem receiving. No problem. Yeah, we taught them it was, it was okay because yeah. we taught them this idea and this concept, right? You know, something else I noticed in people, this is the way you can tell if you have a receiving block. Mm-hmm. It often comes as well with compliments. Yes, like somebody will compliment you, like, no, 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 no. You're so beautiful. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. You did great. I did all right. Yeah, I was all right. You'll, down, you'll downplay it. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, that is a receiving block. Yes. If you've been taught to play smaller, almost goes back to it's better to give than receive again. Yes. You're still playing out a form of that. That's a file. You got to delete that file or you got to overwrite it. It is not better to give than receive. It is the same. Mm-hmm. It is the same energy because, and I'm going to say this again because I want you guys to really get it. When you receive, you allow the other person to receive joy from their giving. But when you don't, you don't let the other person receive it. That's the beauty of love and especially love energy is that both people get to feel the love. Mm-hmm. You're not allowing your partner to feel the love. And I'm just going to say this, especially in a marriage, after a while, they may give up Mm -hmm. because they can't get that connection. They can't get that vulnerable space where you open yourself to them and receive what you're trying to give them. So it's super important that you work on this. Like Anthony said, just pay attention to how you interact with people. Here are a couple of things I want you to look for. Do you always pay? Do you receive compliments easily? Do you find that you're always thinking about what you need to do for other people? Do you receive physical attention easily? Do you embrace the physical attention? Yes. So these are all indicators of whether or not you have a receiving block. And if you find that you do have a receiving block, shine some light on it. Tell people I'm working on receiving. I'm getting better at this all the time. This is something I'm trying to improve on. Open up the conversation. I bet you so many people are going to be like, I struggle with that too. And you're going to help them just by being an example of you working on it. You know, this just in. Just in? Most people react the same way. Hmm. If you tell them, I love you. Oh. Let's say it's even with family members. Mm-hmm. But even with people that aren't family members, like just say people you know. Yeah. Or maybe even people you just met. If you say I love you, they can't handle that. <laughs> That's, they have a hard time receiving they love. They have a hard time. Re- and if you have a yeah. hard time receiving love. Yeah, someone saying I love someone you. Someone says I love you and yeah. you're like, well, okay, bye. <laughs> that, and it happens all the time. All the We're time. We're a whole lot of love though. Like, you know what? People can't take all our love and, and sometimes. I didn't, and I didn't realize it mm-hmm. until like once I learned this and then I would be around my family. Yes. Oh my God. 
for years they could not say receive love. So I love this topic because I know that it can be changed. A lot of the coaching that we do, you guys, we find this in people. You know, Anthony, you and I are really, really good at finding the receiving blocks in people. Oh, yeah. Because we can hear it. We can hear it in language, and then we could feel it energetically. The story unfolds what's happening in their life, and you can just see things are always happening to them, and they're not getting what they want because they cannot receive it. Right. I agree. So, you guys, look at yourself. Like, really go within, find out where your receiving blocks came from, And realize this. First of all, I want to say, I give you permission to receive. Please do it. Let the people that you love feel the same joy that you feel when you give. And then the other thing is, you're lovable. You are love. You are spirit. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to prove. You don't have to buy. You don't have to do any of that to be able to receive love. You're you're a match to love right now. So let all of that go. Clear that out of your energy field. We want you all to attract the love that you want in your life. We want you all to feel the love that's possible in your marriage, in your relationships. We want you to be able to really give your children love and receive love from your children. These are all really, really important parts of the love revolution. So please work on this, people. So here's a a tip helping you guys with this receiving thing. It works like this. Okay. Just use these magic words. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Yes, please. Good hack, Anthony. Good hack. More, please. (laughs) Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you, universe. More, please. That's right. That's my favorite one. Thank you, universe. More, please. And if you guys do that, I promise you, you'll be a taker in no time. (laughs) No, that's negative. I don't like that one. I don't mean a negative taker. Taking is a great thing. Taking and receiving, it goes together. Giving and receiving go together, not taking and receiving. (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to Anthony. Listen to me, you guys. It's up to you guys. You are lovable. You are love. Receive it. Receive it. And on that note, you know what time it is. It's the end end of the podcast. (laughs) But it's been fun. It's been great. Yes, it has. So um, I want to remind everyone to get our book. Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving, Your Happily Ever After, available on Amazon.com. Yes. And if you are thinking about becoming a life coach, we train and certify life coaches And we teach you how to help people use the law of attraction to get what they want in their lives. If you want to learn more, go to thelawofattractionlifecoachacademy.com. Yes. So we thank you guys so much and we will see you next week. Keep spreading the love. Keep spreading the love, people. There you go. We gave it to you. Now what you going to do with it?